Welcome to Ask an Orthodontist, the podcast where industry leader and full-face orthodontics founder, Dr. Derek Mahoney, and his guests share their knowledge and insight on the ins and outs of orthodontic treatment for you and your kids. So today uh, we have uh, Dr. Esty Bav, and uh, Esty is a dentist in private practice in Melbourne. She has uh, 40 years of clinical experience, and her passion has uh, been uh, helping her patients understand the connection between their teeth and their jaw, their tongue, uh, their breathing, and their sleep. Um, uh, basically, what she uh, quite rightly coins uh, the bigger picture of health. Um, Esty, uh, early in her career, uh, paid very close attention to good restorative uh, or what we call fillings uh, for her patients. But within time, she began to understand and join the dots between poor dental health and other issues such as chronic pain, uh, mismatched jaws from underdevelopment, um, uh, the, the breathing we've discussed and the poor sleep, etc. In fact, she's been so passionate about this, uh, she has published a book uh, uh, called Growing Beautiful Teeth. Um, and uh, these are some very simple strategies she's come up with uh, for parents uh, to help their child have uh, perfect teeth for life, which I think is just a great, a great term. Um, so thank you so much for taking the time uh, to uh, do this interview. Um, can I start by asking, Esty, um, I, I think I met you uh, 30 years ago at an orthodontic yes. symposium in Sydney, right? So it seems like uh, uh, <laughs> only the other day. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and even then, I could see the, the, the passion you had in this field. Um, oh, really? Can I ask, can I ask, what is it that drives you? I mean, you're, you're a busy dentist. I, I know... Uh, from the patients, uh, I, uh, your, your lovely patients I see in Melbourne, uh, they, they, um, they've been very loyal uh, in, in your practice for years and they're, they're worried about you retiring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Derek, very much. I'm excited to be here. Well, um, I think um, probably in my nature, I have a yearning to learn and to understand problems that need solving um, really, all my career life, I've been referred to as a, um, a seminar or course junkie upon, by my family and friends because I'm always somewhere attending continuing education. Well, the constant learning has helped me appreciate and understand the problems that my patients present to me. And I guess um, once I understand it, it becomes easier to find um, the answer to help them find, um, well, find the right treatment solution for them. And my patient really um, appreciates this. And it's a joy for me to know that I can contribute to my patient's well-being, both in the shorter term as in relief of acute pain or dysfunction, say. You know, when patients come to me with um, a locked jaw, say, or... Um, um, acute headaches, and I can help them with their jaw problems. But even more so when you know that you can help educate them to mitigate bigger health problems in the longer term. And um, also, I guess um, it's, um, you know, your passion, uh, yourself as a teacher, um, have inspired me as well. You know, my teacher's passion and quest really helped me to um, um, to continue because they, they have been inspiring for me. And, and um, 
uh, we talked earlier uh, about uh, your your book, uh, yeah. and uh, I, uh, uh, I I've read it cover to cover, and I think it's just a very good uh, explanation for a parent on number one, what age should they bring their child to an orthodontist? Um, yeah. uh, number two, what is the bigger picture? Um, uh, I know you and I have uh, uh, discussed um, if you just straighten teeth and you miss the yeah. airway problems or the um, uh, development of the of the face uh, or the or the child's sleep you know it, you you almost um like uh, rearranging deck chairs on the titanic uh, because uh, at the end of the day you know that you're not doing the best you can for the kids uh, what what made you uh, what motivated you to write the book uh, and can you tell the audience uh, who um obviously haven't uh, read it uh, uh, okay, what 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 it's about okay well um well, as you said, you know, um, I began to connect the dots uh, between what I've learned in the broader sense, like um, between teeth and their bite, the patient's jaw joints. And um, so I began to look beyond just teeth and understanding this larger paradigm began to make better sense of treatment for my patient. And um I also realized that many adult dental problems, including jaw pain and all that, um, unsightly bites, they have a source usually from poor maxilla uh, or upper jaw growth in childhood. When I explain all this to my patients, especially parents, they would always say to me, wow, that makes so much sense. Fancy no one ever told me about it or explained it to me before. And I wish they had, they would tell me that. So um, I published a book, I wrote, decided that I must write a book to raise an awareness and to be a helpful resource for the parent to get the conversation started with um, their family and even the dentist, if they do have um, some other dentists that the family may be attending. Um, because I know that Beautiful teeth and stunning smiles are something that any parent would want for their ch child because beautiful teeth suggest confidence, success, and happiness. And I know that um, there would be no, no parent who, who would not wish that for their child. But the narrow view that beautiful teeth can only come with having braces when all adult teeth come through and at all costs, including tooth extraction is not true and can be quite harmful for the child. So I wanted uh, my book to be just a reader friendly book to attract the attention of parents and not just parents, but other healthcare providers who work with children and maybe even teachers to alert them, to explain the why and how in very simple terms. I want them to know the importance of getting the child's jaw and dental growth right on track early to, um, yeah, to prevent complex problems down the road. Um, what, what are some of the common uh, signs and symptoms uh, of the unfavorable growth you're just uh, uh, talking about? Uh, what, what do you see in the kids that come to your practice? Uh, what what uh, uh, could uh, you describe for the parent to, to um, 
who maybe listen to this podcast to to look for to alert them that hey maybe my kid does need to come in for a consultation or maybe my kid does have one of these problems yeah good question uh there because there are many many signs and for example i'll just list a few um lack of spacings between the child's baby front teeth and um see when the child is preparing to grow um uh, preparing for the eruption of the adult teeth, which are much larger than the baby teeth, um, the jaw should really be growing wider and therefore creating root or um, spacings ready for the adult teeth. And so by the age of, say, four or five, if the spacing is not there, parents should be alerted to the fact that there may be um, not enough room because the jaw is not growing big enough. And um, on that note, ironically, uh, I want to say that when baby teeth lined up straight and really tight together without the um, spacing, you know, they may appear really well aligned and uh, they can mislead the parents into a false sense of all being well. Uh, you, you know how many times I hear that uh, parents say, I don't know where uh, he got this crowding came from because I remember as a baby he had the most beautifully straight teeth and, yes. and I say I, and I have that uh, uh, a picture on my um, consultation top and I say look this is what it should have looked like and yes. I show that you know very rare kid mm. who's been breastfed uh, for you know uh, two years uh, and has just perfect little gaps between I said that's what's normal but see people yeah. don't know uh, that no, so no, I, no. I get your point immediately yes, yes. Uh, I, and what other signs might be like um, a very common one a deep overbite parents start to say oh you know she's got a bit of um, an, an overbite or uh, or an underbite. Um, or cross bites, meaning that the jaw bites to one side um, all the time. The parents tend to detect that or notice, notice it. But um, these are all signs of um, mismatching um, between the upper jaw and the lower jaw, and usually it stems from the fact that the upper jaw is not big enough, it's not wide enough. Um, you know, in my book, I refer to the analogy that um, it's like a, a hat box with a lid. If the lid is too small, it's not going to fit over the box um, nicely, easily. So yes. invariably something will have to compromise. And that's what the parents see. Um, I, I, I sometimes say to parents, um, the upper jaw is like the garage and the lower jaw is the car. Yes. And, and sometimes, you know, you have this beautiful car that mm. you want to drive forward into the garage, but the garage is too small. So exactly. what, what do you? So what do you do? Well, obviously you you build a wider garage. Uh, but the unfortunate thing is, I think in conventional orthodontics, uh, you 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 take out uh, the doors of the car to, to yes. make it uh, fit. You know, and, and and it's just sort of simple analogies like that. But uh, but yeah. absolutely. Uh, and uh, I I interviewed John Mew uh, for the last podcast, and of course you mm. know he's been very passionate in this field yeah, about right. poor posture. Yeah. Uh, and um, and uh, forward growth versus vertical growth. Um, and, and I think many parents really are given the wrong advice by their dentist, um, mm. uh, not you, obviously, but um, they're, they're told, look, your, your kid's too young to see the orthodontist. Exactly. Um, wait, wait till high school till they've lost all their baby teeth. But what parents 
fail to understand, obviously that dentist fails to understand, is that patient's facial growth is complete. Uh, 90% yes. is complete by, uh, of, the, of the upper jaw is complete by age nine. Uh, so if you're going to fix the jaw or the foundation, you've got to get in and do it uh, while the jaw's growing. And and I think this, this your book uh, brings that to the point that there's a difference between orthodontics, which is straightening teeth, and and what we call orthopedics, or in, in specifically dentofacial orthopedics, which is changing the size, shape, position of the jaw. And that's just so 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 important. Um, what 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 other things do you see uh, for in, well, in your um, you, you, yeah. It's quite a common, a couple of common ones that, um, you know, and once again, even for myself, once I learned about this, I, I have been amazed at how common they are. Um, when the child's jaw is not developing well, um, invariably they have associated problems with their breathing during sleep, which triggers tooth clenching and grinding. So, um, very common when parents bring a child in who have uh, bite issues that we've just been discussing. They would also say that, you know, and little Johnny grinds his teeth so loudly and invariably uh, snoring would be another feature that the parents observe as well. Um, usually, though, they don't bring it up. So when I ask them, they say, oh, yes, you know, noisy grinding and um, snoring so it's quite interesting and these really um, are some symptoms of early symptoms of um, the jaw uh, not growing wide enough so really we should be paying attention to it. Um, prolonged thumb and dummy sucking would be something that we would like to um, curb you know advise parents to to begin to look at terminating that habit and um, gummy smile would be another one as well. When I see gummy smile in a child, I am alerted to the fact that the maxilla is starting to grow downwards and backwards rather than forward as it should. And quite often kids who present at that age, you know, three years old, even though the, um, as a dentist, I can recognize that growth is not going so well. They do look so cute. You almost feel guilty telling the parents that, well, you know, your little girl is going to need some help soon <laughs> because um, they do look cute. And um, But my concern is that by not doing something, it, that cuteness is just going to develop into um, a facial uh, imbalance when they're older, not to mention a myriad of other problems that they may have. Yeah. I know I, I still to this day uh, uh, educate parents on using the, the mu indicator ruler. I think mm -hmm. that's just a really quick and simple way uh, yeah. to maybe just alert them of what you're describing, which is that downward uh, growth, which, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, leads to uh, uh, a, a more unfavorable facial profile. And I think when John first started talking about this, it was all about, um, you know, what gave the more beautiful face. Now I think it's all turned to, well, what gives the better airway? But I think if you join yes. the dots, yes. a good-looking face is a good airway. Uh, and a kid who's breathing through the nose, uh, lips together, tongue on the palate, develops uh, hardly any crooked teeth. Uh, so it's just a win-win, and I think there's. Uh, I mean, you've been you've been a leader uh, in in the Melbourne area um, of integrating uh, allied health uh, practitioners, you know, uh, lactation consultants, um, 
yeah. breathing well practitioners. And I think that, that's such an important thing. Uh, uh, and in your book, you mentioned nutrition and chewing, you know. And um, so I, I, I think every parent, if I'm if I was to say, look, would would you like to avoid uh, uh, $10,000 worth of braces uh, when your kid's a teenager? And of course they're going to say yes. Um, but uh, but it's not just the cost. It's it, it's the end product. If you wait and, um, and straighten those teeth at that age and the face has grown unfavorably, you just can't recover or you recover via orthognathic surgery. And I think both you and I know Dr. Um, uh, Barrowman. Uh, who's yes. a very, very good maxillofacial surgeon, but even he as a surgeon uh, yeah. wants kids to come in early to avoid uh, having to go under the knife to get their jaws uh, back to where they should have been uh, with, with the thing. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, keep going. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, yes, I get very excited when I hear, um, you know, um, surgeons from uh, saying that. Um, I've attended conferences and I heard some experts in America you know, like um, the breathing expert, Dr. Guillaume and Stanley Liu, and they all say the same. I mean, they're really skillful in treating problems when they finally present themselves in adult, but they always say that, please go back and start early and fix, um, you know, uh, nip the problems at the butt. So um, it's, it's nice to have that confirmation from them. Sorry, come. Christy, um, after this uh, podcast, I'm sure a lot of parents are, are, are very interested in uh, purchasing your book. Um, it, what's the easiest way? Is it is it on Amazon? Uh, yes, it is on Amazon and on all the online booksellers like Book Depository and so on. But they can also go to my website. Um, what which, is your website? It's um, www.drsdbav.com. So it's right, just so. my name, Dr. Estibav, in one word, .com. And, um, yeah. And, um, I mean, we, we, we've been talking about um, uh, preventing problems in, in children, uh, uh, particularly growth-related problems. Can, can you tell me the, the child that you see who's seven, eight, nine years old, who mm -hmm. hasn't had the intervention, what mm -hmm. sort of behavioral problems do you see? I mean, you mentioned bruxism. And I think um, when I went to dental school, at least, we were taught that anyone grinds their teeth purely due to stress, right? Mm -hmm. But when, you, when you're talking about little three-year-olds grinding their teeth, you've got a question. Well, yes. um, uh, but, but the, the thing is, let's define stress. Stress could be that you can't breathe properly at night and your body mm. is always in, in an alerted state. Uh, and I, I think um, uh, the longer that goes on, the more unhealthy it is because the body uh, mm. is designed to rest when you sleep. And if, if your, your body's producing excessive amounts of cortisol year after year, you, you, you see these uh, problems. But I mean, what about, what about ADHD? What about... Um, uh, inattentive at school or hyperactive uh, behavior. Can you can you see what, what do you think about that when it comes to uh, uh, kids? Well, yes, I do. I find that um, many of these children who present with um, the dentofacial um, issues that we detect, they are very very um, hyperactive, and um, they, you know, it's a number that I can recall off my head now, the parents actually would tell me that um, little Johnny has just been diagnosed with 
ADHD. And I know that when I ask them, their sleep, sleep quality is very poor. They wake up a lot. They have nightmares. And um, I have children who um, tell me that they dream about death, which um, really astound, astounded me. But um, what I um, wanted to say is that um, not, not only do they, um, yeah, parents need to know that that's it. Sorry, I'm just going back a little bit. Um, when, you know, in, as a dentist in the past, when I was interested in occlusion and TMJ problems, I would be told that people grind their teeth, patients grind their teeth because of um, emotional stress or mental stress, you know, going through the divorce that they have um, lose their business or anything like that. But I tell parents that if a child cannot breathe well during sleep, it puts a lot of stress on the child's um, uh, brain because the brain really hungers for oxygen. So if they, there are airway issues that is preventing the child from breathing well, they um, suffer from oxygen desaturation. So that would then present as a physiological stress. It's also stress, but it's from the physiological aspect, and um, and that what that's what can uh, triggers clinching, grinding, and um, a poor quality um, a night without good quality sleep. You can imagine um, is not good for a child because um, well, we as adults we know what it's like when we don't get a good night's sleep. And the same can present in the child as well. So not surprising. They often are very um, hyperactive. They may not pay attention to what I say. They're unbelievable. They just, um, you know, um, their hands is always in the way. They just fidget a lot. And um, so it, it is a challenge in the sense that um, already the more, you know, if nothing is done about it, a lot of these problems obviously just compound, making it harder for the parents to help the child because the hyperactive child would not um, do well in class either. So that's another added problem. And um, so that's why we really need to understand the connection and try to address the problems very, very early. Any um, The earliest signs should not be ignored should should be um taken seriously Esty, uh, i know you mentioned this in your book uh but there, there is um a high correlation i see with these kids uh also with what we call recurrent middle ear infection um or otitis media and and i think i found over the years if you don't have a good swallowing pattern mm. uh, and your tongue is going forward rather than up you don't exert that pressure on the eustachian tube, um, uh, the, the, the muscles, uh, the tensor levator uh, and tensor palatini um, that, that clear the ear. So it's, it's not surprising that uh, you add to the uh, you know, large adenoids and tonsils, the narrow palate, the poor tongue posture, you add to that re recurrent mm -hmm. ear problems. And, and unfortunately, uh, these kids go for one, two, sometimes three sets of grommets. Um, which is not really addressing 
um, the, uh, the 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 cause. It's just you know giving artificial ventilation to to the problem. Uh, um, could you talk a little bit about um, uh, planus buildups and how uh, dentists uh, uh, can help uh, uh, with uh, with these uh, I guess bad bite related problems, even as young as three and four in these kids. Yes. Um, well, I, you're quite right. The, um, it's like when the maxilla is not well developed, the upper jaw, and particularly if it's growing downward, it drives the lower jaw backwards. And um, the patient, uh, the child may have a, um, a, a, a quite a short bite. In other words, they bite deeply. So in other words, the oral volume is decreased by the fact that um, it's in two dimension, if you like. It's horizontally, it's small, and then, but vertically, it's also, um, the, it's over close. So there isn't enough oral volume. So yeah, you're quite right. Either I, um, I would put a removable appliance in to develop the upper jaw to try and grow, widen the maxilla, but invariably I would put, um, the planus tracks, um, thanks to Dr. Um, Ramirez, um, who taught me this, would be to put some composite bonding to um, kind of like, if you like, gently jack open the bite to increase that vertical dimension, to give the tongue more room um, away from the throat at the back. Um, but again, I would emphasize that you know, children, usually these problems is not just structure, but it's um, function as well. So the child should really be uh, given orofacial myotherapy as well to train them to swallow correctly, as you said, to breathe correctly through the nose. So um, it's not that hard at all, but um, we just need to to do the structural correction, but we need to teach, educate the, the parents to, um, to help us to supervise and make sure that the, the child is retrained in some of these habits that involve the tongue and the nose as well for good outcome. But the younger they are, the better, because um, I find that amazingly, very young children are very cooperative they, um, the more I do this, the more I appreciate how easy it is to, to do it in younger child. The older- I, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, in my traditional training as an orthodontist, I only treated teenagers, you know, and uh, uh, this is as, as a young chap. Um, uh, and and uh, when my kids became teenagers, you know, I, I realized why some animals eat their young. Uh, you, <laughs> Uh, you, it's not the most pleasant time for anyone, right? Let alone going through that. Um, uh, in the past, it was almost a right to passage, wasn't it? In, in, <laughs> in, when you were 12 or 13, you had these braces on. and it's yeah. A, But yeah, young kids, they're a delight to treat. They kind of, um, uh, uh, they still listen to their parents and they have respect for the doctor. And, um, yes. uh, and I say to parents, look, um, when is the time you notice you need to constantly keep buying new shoes and new uh, uh, clothes for your kid, right? Mm. It's, it's, it's definitely, and then, then they see, wow, yeah, that's the growth spurt. And, and, mm. and uh, I, I, you know, we've talked about dental orthopedics and it might be good uh, 
uh, understanding it, but the important thing is when to implement it. And I think you want to implement it early when you see the problem and take advantage of, of that growth. And, and that's what I like about your book also, because it, it, it illustrates the point that, um, uh, well, uh, why, why wait is, 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 the, is the question mark, right? Um, but, Esti, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, Esti, um, as, a, as a seasoned general dentist, uh, do, you, do you have any final message to give to uh, our listeners on, on this uh, very important topic um, uh, uh, on, and I, I love the term, uh, on growing beautiful teeth? <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Well, um, I yes, I do maybe um, a couple of messages. Um, we need to change the way we approach this area of dental health care from uh, wait and see, we need to change it to catch it and fix it early. And this applies to all of us, um, dentists who see the patient, as well as parents, learning to recognize some of the symptoms and bring it to the attention of the dentist that, you know, I can something be done about it now. And I, the other message is that um, I believe that natural Naturally beautiful teeth can be had free and easy if a child is given the opportunity to grow jaws white and forward, especially the upper jaw. There's no doubt about that. Because early start to optimal growth will give many, many benefits. Um, not just plenty of room for teeth to grow straight, but beautiful and balanced face. Easy breathing help with ear and nose issues, give the child restful sleep, um, mitigating the risk for sleep apnea in um, adulthood, and heaps of savings on future complex orthodontic and surgical fees. So really, I guess the message is look out for early signs of dental growth issues. Um, and if I could just add a little bit, you know, I. Um, even last week, I had um, a new patient who came to me, 26 years old. And this young man, 26 years old, he's already using a CPAP. And he came to me because he said that, you know, my low jaw, it's just a long way back. And um, I don't know what to do about it. And, you know, I... Um, I feel that, yeah, it's quite sad. He, um, if something could have been done when he was um, three or four years old, his lower jaw would not be tucked so far back um, and the tongue would have more room so that it wouldn't have encroached on his airway so that he wouldn't be uh, needing a CPAP. And he's going to need help now because, I mean, I feel that it's not right for him to be using a CPAP for um, the rest of his life, he's only 26 years old. So really something should be done. But I think by now you would agree that, you know, he's going to need very complex orthodontic and surgical treatment now, um, as I was explaining to him. So this is something that we all have to um, um, help avoid. And, we can do it. There are techniques and know-how and understanding. Um, it's just a matter of changing our attitude. The, the, the whole community need to understand that how much, um, how beneficial it would be to, to nip it in the 
in the butt and fix it early. Right, Derry? <laughs> Perfect. Well, Essie, thank you so much for your time. And uh, uh, thanks for all you've done uh, for the profession and for the uh, for the, the 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 kids in your in your community. And we all hope that one day this will not be um, what's the word a controversial topic. This would be the norm, isn't it? <laughs> That's my wish. Exactly, it should be the norm. And I think the tide is changing, but um, not fast enough. <laughs> yeah. My thinking. <laughs> thank thanks, Esty. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Pleasure is all mine. Thanks. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Full Face Orthodontics and Dental Sleep Medicine, Sydney and Melbourne. If there's a topic you would like covered by Dr. Mahoney, just reach out to us at marketing at